There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the During this book review, we discuss topics of eating disorders, child abuse, emotional abuse, and alcoholism. Welcome back to A Lot Going On at the Moment. Today, we're doing a book review on I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy was six years old when she had her first acting audition. Her mother's dream was for her only daughter to become a star, and Jeanette would do anything to make her mother happy. So she went along with what mom called calorie restriction, eating little and weighing herself five times a day. She endured extensive at-home makeovers while mom chided, Your eyelashes are invisible, okay? You think Dakota Fanning doesn't tint hers? She was even showered by mom until age 16 and was also forced to share her diaries, emails, and her entire income. And I'm glad my mom died. Jeanette recounts all of this in unflinching detail, just as she chronicles what happens when the dream finally comes true. Cast in a new Nickelodeon series called iCarly, she is thrust into fame. Though mom is ecstatic, emailing fan club moderators and getting on a first name basis with the paparazzi, hi Gail, Jeanette is riddled with anxiety, shame, and self-loathing, which manifests into eating disorders, addictions, and a series of unhealthy relationships. These issues only get worse when, soon after taking the lead in the iCarly spinoff of Sam and Cat, alongside Ariana Grande, her mother dies of cancer. Finally, after discovering therapy and quitting acting, Jeanette embarks on recovery and decides for the first time in her life what she really wants. Told with refreshing candor and dark humor, I'm Glad My Mom Died is an inspiring story of resilience, independence, and the joy of shampooing your own hair. Okay, so star ratings? Shelby, what did you rate this? A four and a half out of five. Nice. What about you, Jess? I also gave it a four and a half out of five. I did a five out of five just because I was like, well... This is her life. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I had very minor dislikes. Yeah. I just had one, yeah. honestly. Cool. Cool. Um, I will say just overall, what, like, what just a heartbreaking, shocking, like, experience and, like, memoir and, like, mm-hmm. so I just feel so bad for and Jeanette McCurdy now but a young Jeanette McCurdy too to go through that like I cannot imagine from your own mother like being and being taught that that's what's right yeah yeah that's what really hurt yeah yeah Yeah. like her restricting so much and like showing her mom when she didn't clear her plate yes like weighing herself five times a day like Mm -hmm. just Mm mm-hmm yeah, I feel bad because I really liked I so I Carly came out when I was in college and um I it was like a joke because we had like we had cable because we, we lived in a place that had free cable, so it was like hell yeah. yeah. Um and so Good I remember forms, like yeah. getting ready to like debut or whatever. And I was like really I was we were, like joked about it, but I was like kind of excited for the show. I don't know. <laughs> and I watched it all the time. Yeah. Even though it's like a kid's show. But I really liked it. And so I was like, man, I feel so bad thinking about like how she didn't actually have a good time doing that because her because of her mom and 
But I yeah. love that her friendship with um, Miranda Cosgrove. Like, I love that they still, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. I know. And her talking about, because that was such a big, like, joke in the show is, like, her eating and stuff like that. Yeah. And then to go behind, like, the scenes and her be struggling so bad with eating disorders while, mm-hmm. like, fans and stuff are talking about it. And, like, most of the fans are, like, I, like, I watched iCarly. Um, but, like, a lot of the fans were, like, young, like, Mm-hmm. like you know middle school age yeah. like yeah yeah you know impressionable and, and yeah. i feel like at that age you don't really realize like for me at least it took me a long time like to realize like characters and p- actors were like different people so like yeah i'm sure right. a lot of kids didn't realize too as well but like uh it's like, so like and aspect, like yeah. they're like you know yeah. yelling like food to different mm-hmm. food things at her and stuff like you know yeah mm-hmm. you just don't understand that yeah. kind of boundary or whatever but then to know that like how bad that was affecting her in real life is just so terrible mm-hmm. well and also in the show her mom was like crappy in the show so like thinking in real life yeah. her mom was actually yeah. crappy and she had to deal with it oh my gosh i just yeah i felt so bad for her mm-hmm. i know and then everyone was like like when she said she was never like would never do an iCarly reunion and people were like like mad, mad about that it's like well no like how like mm-hmm. good for her to be able to set that boundary and be like this is it's not a good place for me yeah it's you know I understand where you're coming from, but also, like, I got to do what's best for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Especially because she was just so into, like, she wanted to be a writer and her mom was like, nah, like, nah, don't, not. And I'm like, oh, that's, well, because I think about, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley, how they didn't want to come back for the Fuller House reboot. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, like, if they didn't, they liked acting, they didn't love it, but they have, like, all these other things that they love to do so much more. Like, I could understand why nobody, like, somebody wouldn't want to come back Mm -hmm. and do that. Like, you've grown up, you have all these other hobbies and business ventures. Like, I think that that's another untold story there, though. Yeah, I do, too, that Mm -hmm. there is something there, too. I mean, it might not be with Full House. It might have been like all the whole mary kate and ashley series or like, i who mean, knows but they yeah. were were constant movies constant, constant tv shows you know you had like mary kate and ashley sleepover adventures like books tv series two, like, yeah like, like crazy the, yeah. crazy yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean two of a kind right but yeah that, two of a kind yeah. oh i love two yeah. of a kind so little time we're on uh, uh, um but so like this like they talk about she talks about this a little bit in the book the like coogan account um which is like what's required by your employer to put into a trust Mm -hmm. and it is only 15 percent of your income is required to go into that trust so that your parents can't touch so that but yes and only 15 percent is such a small percentage to me i mean i know they're making like quite a bit of money Mm -hmm. but like 15 percent is just so so small small. yeah wow that's crazy yeah And it's like her mom is paying herself. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh my it's, gosh. Yeah, um, I do really appreciate um, the very like the honesty. The oh, like, so candid honesty, but also um, it, and like sh- because of the honesty, like she's not afraid to say it, which I feel like uh, p- many people deal with this. But like um, how she discusses the topic of romanticizing death. Or romanticizing people in death mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yes so yes. so yeah not ro- romanticizing death sorry romanticizing people once they've passed once they've right. died um and she's like no like my mom <laughs> was a terrible person i'm not going to sugarcoat it now that she's gone right which i think like is so common to be like talking yeah like no think just because you died and think yeah of, yes. and just because I you died didn't make you any and better. maybe that is just like a part of some type of um 
like coping for some or closure mm-hmm. for some people that they have to focus on the good times. But I think people get romanticized in death so much. And I'm glad that she told her story. Yes. And yeah. didn't let yeah. that be a driving force. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really liked how the chapters were like, I felt like she was like, she doesn't over explain a lot of things. She like gets to the point like she or she yeah. either like she says it like perfectly and it kind of lets you figure it out if it's like too long a story. And then also like the short chapters like there were so many chapters, but they were short enough that like you really got the gist of like that what happened mm-hmm. in that situation by just like mm-hmm. that. It just felt like she was kind of blunt, but also like it was it was I don't know it was just so good how the she pacing wrote it. was really good yeah 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 um and I think uh, like she does a good job of putting herself in her shoes at that point in time too Mm -hmm. where you can see where she was like idolizing her mom and like it made sense to her at that age because because it does and it wasn't like as an adult reflecting on all of that until she got to an adult until she got to understanding Mm -hmm. that you could kind of see from her point of view at that age how it was yeah yeah Yeah, she did a good job of of explaining that yeah yeah I also, you guys know this about me already, but I love when memoirs are sequential. Mm-hmm. So I really mm-hmm. appreciated that here that it started like even before she even started acting like her life. Yeah. Before. Mm-hmm. You know. um, yeah. Going off that, the only one, the only dislike I had was that there were large gaps at points in time okay. that I thought that was the only thing, which I think was probably like, you know, there's just nothing either nothing worth talking about or nothing she wanted like felt comfortable yeah. saying mm-hmm. or anything and that could mm-hmm. be it i can see that but there were parts where i was like oh my god we are done with iCarly like you know right. like I, that's, I see that yeah we jumped we yeah. jumped yeah big time mm-hmm. jumps I yeah. Guess. yeah yeah I can yeah see that for sure i felt so bad when she started thinking she was like hearing the holy spirit and it was her she just her like um yeah her, her ocd like, and stuff mm-hmm. like her, yeah. her anxiety yeah. Like, talking anxiety her, yeah. yeah i was like oh my god no <laughs> like mm-hmm. ugh, so sad and also like okay her mom lying to her about who her dad is like excuse oh, me yeah. oh my, oh my yeah. god that's so ugh. the whole time that her mom knew like whoa i'm sh- i just like, that's I cannot bad. even imagine. I mean, I can't imagine any of this thing. I mean, mm-hmm. thing yeah, fully, but I'm just like their hoarder house and stuff. And she didn't even have like a bed at some point. She's sleeping on like a mat and you're like working. Yeah. And oh my God. Right. It's so disheartening. And then for her to move out and her mom like still be yeah. like, like hanging around. And, yeah. yeah. Mm. I thought it was really important to show how harmful also the industry. Yes could be two kids especially young girls so Mm -hmm. i'm glad she she spoke her piece on that for sure and shedding the light on on the industry they have to there has they have to be able to figure out a different way for like either parents can't be managers or there Mm -hmm. has to be a two like two part part situation where you have a parent and a manager or something to stop situations like this in parents using their kids and stuff because it's just i think it's more common than we are probably aware of oh for sure and Mm -hmm. it's so sad that there has to be some kind of checks and balances Mm -hmm. more checks and balances than there already are to stop like this situation because it just is awful parent like parents and i'm sure there's managers and stuff that do take advantage of young kids and whatnot yeah Um, well like even like um how they were talking about 
she to be like a good girl so she gets her spin off and yeah. stuff like that like so sickening manipulating like, yeah. and just oh mm-hmm. yeah I know it like makes me like if her, if she had had like a a third party manager or something if that would have stopped that like fly- some of been flying yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah like the abuse and stuff like that that's just it's mm-hmm. sad I think I, I keep no. oh sorry go ahead no go ahead Oh, I just keep thinking about the story where I think she was like on an airplane and because of her um eating disorders, like she, when she was like throwing up, like her teeth were so bad that like yes. one really yes. fell out. And it's like, yeah, I think she said she had like stuff she had to go do. So it's like, I think like I always think of like celebrities, like they can just get like implants and veneers and stuff. But like in that situation where you're like, r- like doing stuff, like you can't just run to the dentist real quick while you're yeah. like, oh my God, I think you have to go like work and you that you that fell out. Like, out to me that her oh my eating gosh. disorder disorder has gotten so big that it's you're literally corroding your teeth. yeah yeah uh, on that same like wavelength i i felt like it was relatable in a sense with anyone who has struggled with eating disorders or disordered eating um mm-hmm. especially the part where she talks about like the secret code of like being able to tell when other people are also struggling because oh, that yeah. is something I've like talked to Doug about where I'm like, oh, I'm concerned about this person or that person because this isn't that. And he's like, I've never even noticed like any of that. Yeah. Stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like once when you are going through it or you've lived it, right. you, have that yeah. experience. Like, you know what you to know. look, what to, you know, what you know, like the, the, the tells, the tricks. Yeah. 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 The little, little things that people do. And um, that one really hit me. That was like, yeah, but I can yeah. relate to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that that when I was going through that, I was like, oh my gosh, you really like if you have a healthy relationship with food, like you really don't focus on that for for anyone. And it's fascinating to me, and yes, that, to not immediately like think so, of how many calories are in something. Yeah. Like people exist that that like, happens. I was like, like, oh my god, there's people out there that don't overanalyze every single thing that you are putting in, or your don't body. feel guilty about eating. Yeah, like yeah. That took me, like, I was a very, like, I was out of college before I realized that, like, not that's everyone. That's not the norm. That that's not the norm mm-hmm. of, like, overanalyzing mm-hmm. every little, and, like, stressing over it and having anxiety about food. I was like, oh, my gosh, other people don't think about Yeah, that. no, I, no, I, I like, yeah. literally until it was, like, me and Mike talking about it. Yeah, and he's like, I could not tell you, like, what, a like, yeah. the idea of a calorie count or the idea of what's fatting, fatting right. or yes. whatever. The labels. Yes. He's like, I probably have never looked at a nutrition label. And I was like, what is like, yeah, I can't yeah. like, that's was, ha- is more than half my life. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, um, I, I appreciate her honesty. I appreciate just how raw she was. Cause I mean, it is really, I mean, like, I feel like so many people can it's sad mm-hmm. it is sad but I think a lot of people can relate to that and I think it's even though it like cut deep for me it was like a sense of I don't know that like you're not alone kind yeah. of thing you know what I mean well it's like also- it's sad but it's like oh well you're not completely alone on that I right exactly and it's um like it gets into like celebrity like that kind of where it's like you know um we like society views them as like so like they're like they have money mm-hmm. and their life is they're good relatable. And, and then when exactly. you have like this relatable thing it's they like have issues too yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess that's what i would yeah the sense i was getting yeah. but um i also felt it was really 
I keep going back to being honest and raw, but it like I've never read a memoir that was and I read a lot of memoirs. Yeah, it was so brutally honest in the best ways of her talking about when she is going to therapy and like trying to get better with her eating disorder at points where she's like, I don't want to get better. Like, I, right. I, I want to say this, that like, I don't want like I, I, I don't want to get better. Like yeah. She literally said that. And I'm like, that's so on honest of her yeah like you never hear people say that right you know what i mean right but like i'm sure there's people out there like i mean there's been times where i'm like i don't i don't want to get better because that means this this and that you know what i mean right right um so yeah i don't know i i just story after story it was just a resounding like rawness and honesty that was very refreshing and i think eye-opening even for people who can relate very mm-hmm. eye-opening yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think to people who are struggling with eating disorders or disordered eating that they could learn from this too because i mean like although you know how bad it can get she lived how bad it can yeah get. Mm-hmm. so i think that is like a very learning uh opportunity there too so i appreciate that she was telling her her story mm-hmm. well yeah not to mention like she has sense. all the she has like all the she had money and tools and everything that and she still was like struggling all the like anybody else like yeah. so yeah. Just, like, you know just just because you could tell yourself like oh i can't do this because i'm not you know i don't have enough money or i'm not rich like it's still everybody's struggling the same at the bottom like mm-hmm. at the core like Mm-hmm. Same struggles. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say like addiction doesn't know, like doesn't care how much money you have. Yeah. Well, and exactly. it was ingrained in her. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. To her. A, yeah. I I know I already talked about it, but it still sticks in my mind where she was going to her mom, showing she still had food on her plate to get praise. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, and to think like you, you think that's like normal because like she wasn't really hanging out with other kids because her mom was right. so like so yeah. she probably had no idea and so like when oh she probably well and then there's the that, dance like, there's I was that just whole... gonna say when the parents reached out yeah at and, the, oh, yeah. and her mom shut was... them down yeah oh, my gosh. So and sad. ended up taking her out of I think dance she, yeah, too yeah. yeah oh my goodness so heartbreaking yeah yeah no it's I mean, it's, I mean, you know, this goes into a way wider problem, like, but like, it's fascinating that they just let anyone have a kid, like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I always say there should be an application. There really should be. (laughs) We also need to have, update our license. Like, you gotta do a driving test when you hit 50, I think. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be something. 50 and then like every 10 years. Honestly, honestly. On every 10 what years, period. What if it is? I was just going to say, what if it's like every 15 years? Honestly. 15 not bad. I mean, you, okay, bad. like, you get lazy as a driver. The older, like, the more. They would be like, Tab, um, we're going to have to have you <laughs> go through some broke your license. Like, this is how I've watched. always been. You don't even know. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, the norm should be that you, you are not allowed. You should that you're not allowed to have a kid you have to prove that you, you <laughs> are allowed to have a kid like a per- preliminary yeah like here's yeah. a here's an egg and like everyone has to keep her one of those oh electronic babies okay this reminds me of in falling out of time where the norm in the in futureville mm-hmm. is like being outstandingly like 
kind to your your child yeah and, and um teachable to oh, your yeah. child Look that text and text. like <laughs> thank you text to text connection oh, yeah. and like when gosh now i can't remember her name what's the main character of falling out of time um no what is it give me yeah give me some time well when she Zola. Zola. Yeah, Zola. Right? Yep. Correct. Zola. When she comes to present day, 2023, she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe these parents are speaking to their children this way. Yeah. Don't they know they need to help them? Don't they know yeah. they need that they're the adult that that's the kid that they need to support them? Yeah. That's a really good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was um, happy that she did find like other friendships and loves outside of like her mother's control Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad she showed that side too because that was also just so heartbreaking her mom being so controlling and that that like you can't have any relationships like what like that yeah go ahead go ahead the, uh, the pictures where she was on the beach where her mom freaked out like oh my god yeah. okay, kind of, another text to text um the sporty one melcy mm. when she was when they literally told her you can't handle a boyfriend yeah. you can't have a boyfriend mm-hmm. like in the industry i know this was for janata it was her mom but like very but like, similar with like seeing, nope you need to focus on your career you can't you can't have a relationship nope like what is which is ridiculous yes mm-hmm but it's, it's also because she wasn't ever, like, allowed to really have that experience. She kind of didn't have the best experiences because she was right. just. There's no foundation. She was There's no foundation. So she's just, like, grasping for any connection. Right. Well, and that at that point, it's literally, like, what do you, you have very little knowledge. What knowledge do you have and where of have you gotten it from? Yeah. Because I'm sure it's not. I mean, yeah. media does not tell us great things about relationships and love it's very distorted yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. for sure how do you guys feel about like the dry humor i thought it was i thought it was good i have on here like um blunt but also humorous like because it was Mm -hmm. like it was just like straight so straightforward but i was like i'm laughing but also this is like a terror Mm -hmm. like not good but yeah i I was pleasantly surprised by it that i i enjoyed it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. because it is like such hard topics but she made them like funny yeah yeah like she was lighthearted in a sense mm-hmm. in some of her her stories yeah 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 great no i um i mean it definitely it she had such a like a voice in this whole like in the whole narrative narrative mm-hmm. that yeah um, like it was like hey this is what happened to me this is the the yeah. down and dirty but like mm-hmm. at this point like yeah i have you know i almost have to make like mm-hmm joke about it too. going back to your comment it's so true about how she was able to put herself back into those shoes and explain her thoughts and feelings at that moment and like the reasoning behind all, all mm-hmm. the things it, it, that's a really good point because some memoirs just tell you right or you can be like reflective as a like in your current yes exactly you're reflective exactly. on like that whereas mm-hmm. i just yeah where it was like a retelling of her in that moment right I felt that, like. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm yeah i like that she i don't know does everybody always read their memoirs i feel like not everybody but i just i think I it's more the did. norm now yeah now but, yeah um yeah but um when we were growing up no yeah no um i also like i wonder if memoirs were 
I feel like Not they're pretty pop. Yeah, common are more popular mm-hmm. now. Yeah, biographies were more right common. Yes. Uh, so yeah. that makes sense that they're not really right. Yeah. yeah, they didn't write it. Where it is yeah. like, yeah, people. Well, I think we probably just in general have more of an interest in memoirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like in Love like audiobooks like in general, I feel yeah. like are just more popular now. And I'm like, oh, it's so like you. I feel like the book is I, like because I had the book and then I got the audio book and I'm like the audio. It just it's so much better it's hearing so, it in her voice. She's performing. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah um she talks very fast in the audiobook yeah, i could not yeah, listen to it at more than like one and a and quarter we normally do. <laughs> yeah, yeah she talks very fast we normally are like double yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know she shared a little bit like at the end of like what she's up to now and stuff like that i do mm-hmm. i do wish her the best and hope that like she's able to find success and, and happiness in other yeah. ways and yeah mm-hmm I think about her like so like she was I think she was talking about like her like minimalist house like that she doesn't have a lot of clutter yeah. and stuff and I was thinking about like Hannah Hart I don't know if you guys know her she um she's on YouTube like doing like videos and stuff and then like we found out her mom had like a lot of mental health uh, problems and stuff and so she was like a super hoarder so when Hannah got her own place it was like nothing no like clutter absolute... like very clean yeah mm-hmm. bare minimum she was like I can't deal with that and then I when I read this I was like wow this is like pretty normal for people that grow up yeah i could yeah that's totally Mm, like i could understand that it is wild too though because like when doug and i went to sweden like that is more of their norm is very minimalist um (laughs) and it really made me reflect on like all of our stuff in america too and i was like wow they live so differently but um (laughs) but it's like it it is just like what you need you know but yeah but yeah um i love my stuff i I can't give up my stuff (laughs) yeah same with josh yeah i know josh likes to look at I tiny know. homes and like look at them and be like that would be so nice i could never like too much stuff I, this sounds so no i'm not gonna say it never mind <laughs> uh, i'll tell you guys later okay. <laughs> it's my view on tiny homes i like them ah. but there's there's a oh my god group. do you know what i thought you guys were talking <laughs> but, but you're t- knows what I, th- I thought you were talking about literally yeah, the tiny videos. rooms that me and tab <laughs> A dollhouse. <laughs> I'm gonna that start making my, my tiny home cluttered and like, and like, like, like trinkets. I, could never. I was like, all right, whatever. Posters all over the wall. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm going about tiny homes. No, I no, could not. not. I would tone tiny homes. That ain't my vibe. But um, I wish it was. I wish I. I wish I could oh, be I that person. Um, but okay, I don't know. I don't know her name, but she was um, on Disney Channel, and she was in Cheaper by the Dozen. And she was like a dancer, Hilary and <laughs> she was a dancer in um like Missy Elliott's videos and stuff. Oh, um, Allison Stone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. is. She um like did a very similar thing where she like gave away like almost all of her possessions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Which um, gosh, <laughs> you're just gonna have to help me out with all these. I, I'm ready. Um, I'm prepared. Even Stevens um Kim Possible theme song um <laughs> I can picture her I can't think of her uh God uh, Kelly's yes uh, um Christine Ray- oh Romano yep Romano Ray Rom- Romano no. <laughs> Ray, not Ray Romano I think it's Christina Christy Romano Christy, Christy yes. yes her and Allison Stoner, Stoner <laughs> um have talked out a lot about their their negative experiences is child stars yes yes and they've they, been like, very, have podcasts yeah, yeah they've been very 
educational to mm-hmm. to the masses so yeah and they're like a lot of times they're like begging other child stars to come forward and they're like understanding why some can't right but um they talk about that a lot in um, mm-hmm. the Boy Meets World podcast as well. Oh, um, like about and honestly, like for the most part, they had a very pot like more positive okay. experiences, but talked about like how they know other child stars who did Didn't. not have positive experiences. But even on Boy Meets World, like the um, showrunner on Boy Meets World was like very like uh, critique, like Critical. borderline uh like verbally abusive about Ugh. stuff like acting stuff not you know yeah like yeah that's too bad where they went to other shows and were like oh my god this, this is like this is this is how it's supposed to be, supposed to be? how would they know yeah, yeah. as a wow. child you don't know but like how will Friedel, who played eric he doesn't act anymore mm-hmm. um and he's like it was so anxiety reduced like yeah like for me to yeah. do that yeah dang hmm. now i need your guys's help because I, I listened to audio audio um were there trigger warnings that's funny because i was trying to remember that this morning as I, well. i had in my notes that there wasn't but that might have been like there wasn't an audiobook but i wanted to check physical you know what i mean i that's my dislike yeah yeah from what i can recall there wasn't yeah i didn't think so um i don't know i could be wrong on that if there weren't trigger warnings i think you know that's not okay so especially with all of the all the topics being discussed um i mean i will say they pretty outwardly put it in the synopsis on the back yes yeah so yeah but you know, not everyone. No, this is nonsense. But um, so that that is good. That it's just like pretty straightforward. And I mean, like, I don't think anyone's th- opening that book thinking it's gonna be. Yeah, she's literally like, holding. Rainbow. She's letting her in rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I do like the cover. Um, I mean, the cover is kind of shocking, but I do like it. Like I like the pink and the yellow pastel. Mm-hmm. I think it is shocking, but it's a, like it's so honestly, it's, it's so true, fits. accurate, it fits, yeah. and it's like so accurate that it's not even like yeah, it's shocking, but it's not done for shock value. Right. I was gonna yeah. ask you guys, do you think this book would have had the same amount of success if the title was different? Mm. yes i think so but i think like like people are remembering like i think it's even more successful because of the because of mm-hmm. the title because yeah. i mean it's shocking to me like even every time i read it i'm like oh that feels like sh- yeah surprising. I don't yeah. Know. that's true i agree i think it would have been as successful or mm-hmm. it still would have been a success but i think it got more press prior to being released because of the title because the title kind of like yeah it, yeah it drives it, you in it, it drives you in like what? Like, what? like what yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i redact what i said earlier about value yeah. because honestly yeah it is but i guess I mean, it's it not, is shocking i got i guess it to me it's not used it is but it's not like 
just like that. Like it, it it's goes accurate. with the story. Yes, though. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying it's is that not, yes, it's shocking, but not it's like not, clickbait. It's like legit. Yes, it's not right. clickbaity. Yes, yeah, because yeah, it is like it's legitimate. It's, yeah, it completely yeah. ties to the story. I guess that's yeah. what I was. Yeah, that's yeah. What no, I was that to makes say. sense. Yeah. yeah, that's not like out of left field or anything. Right. It's yeah. not like oh, I'm just gonna name it this, and it's not right accurate, which is so is accurate for sure. And then I I get this. Um, but still just wanted to bring it up as a topic. There's no pictures, which I understand giving the content of it, Mm -hmm. but it is probably one of the very few memoirs that does. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it, but I think you could have had maybe just a few, like literally just like her and her mom or I don't know. Maybe or like not. even being like, this is when my mom was forcing me to do this thing. Like, like the captions like, could be even like, just even... like her, her aunt with, like Miranda. For, yeah, I don't know. Just because, like, for me, I know who Miranda Crossgrove is. I can picture her. Yeah, but there were times where she was like naming people that I had to Google. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I get it. I get because of the content of everything. Right. You can't be like, here's a picture of me and my mom who was like severely, you know, like yes. abusive while, to me. Like a heart that would be while I'm suffering yeah. from an eating disorder, eating disorder. At, this, at this stage of my this is me at yeah. the dance recital when I was starving myself. Like, you know right. what I mean? It is like, yeah, it's hard. It, like, it's, it's insensitive in a way, yeah. you know. So I get it, but just just wanted to bring it up. I don't know. Ooh, that reminded me of the. I was like, felt so bad for her when she got booked for iCarly and Miranda like gave her a really nice gift. And then her mom like gave her, like made her pick out like a really crappy, like it was something really like a, some, I don't know if it was clothing or it was something really like lame. And I'm like, oh, that, like, that's so like, uh, thinking about giving somebody else like cringy, Mm -hmm. like, uh. But also, Mm -hmm. I'm happy, like, so I think Nickelodeon offered her like $300,000 to like be quiet about like all the stuff. And I think she got like wow. this, this book deal for like a million or something. So I'm like, whoa, Screw good Nickelodeon. for her. Yeah. Like, good for you. Yeah. Wow. Well, and I didn't they finally that. got rid of like the um, what does she call him? The creator. The creator. Yeah. They Dan got Schneider. rid of him yeah. too. Yeah. Because he. Yeah. But that was awful. Well, like at one point they had him like either not on set or like in a different like building. Like, yeah. 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 Like, like he wasn't that, allowed to even at be that on point, set. Like, you know that that's not you good. Know like, something's not okay. I'm sorry. There are so many other directors and showrunners that you can hire other yeah. than this. Yeah. Fucking that would have been fine. Yeah, and that absolutely. makes me feel like looking back because he was, I'm pretty sure he was in like, he was in Good Burger. I'm pretty sure he was, he was the manager of Good Burger. I'm pretty sure. And so I'm like, oh, oh, wow. I don't want to think about it too much. I'm going to get myself wow. upset. Yeah. <laughs> no. A lot of skits and Whoa, stuff. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> so, Yeah. Dang. That was really all that I, the trigger warning was really my only dislike. And it was like, I'm not even sure if there was one. Right. I think, I feel like we would remember if there was. Yeah. I feel like like there was. Yeah. But yeah. You want to go into quotes? Do you guys have any? I do not. I forgot to. It's okay. I don't have any either. Do you have any, Jess? I have two. One's pretty long. So I'll save that for the end. Perf. Um, I'm becoming an angry person with no tolerance for anyone. I'm aware of the shift and yet have no desire to change it. If anything, I want it. It's armor. It's easier to be angry than to feel to pain. Excuse me. It's easier to be angry than to feel the pain underneath it all. 
Mm. Wow. Like, That's so good, yeah. honest. Yeah. And I love that she was just honest about how, how she was and how, like, how she, like, didn't said she didn't want to get better. She was, like, yeah. I, like, I just right. love that so much. Well, even just, like, the intricacies of her relationship with her um, therapist, too, like, talk, talking through all that. Um, yeah. I thought that was really nice that she like clued us in on that whole process too well and it also like goes that like like as a yeah as a human you're never really like finished working on yourself or working through stuff Mm -hmm. and like it's not all like just because you've gone and seen a therapist or anything like that you're it's not all sudden you know it's not all oh Mm -hmm. and everything's good yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's no quick fix either yeah yeah But yeah, her just like her at the different award shows and like texting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like interesting to hear that side of things. Mm-hmm. And the other one's a long one. So here we go. Um, it has to deal with her struggle with eating disorders. Give me one second. I have over a decade's worth of eating disorder experience at this point. There were the anorexic years, the binge eating ones, and the current bulimic ones. The more experience I've got, the more I recognize that my body is hardly a reliable reflection of what's going on in, inside of it. My body has fluctuated frequently and drastically throughout this decade. And no matter how it fluctuated, no matter whether my body is a kid's size 10 slim or an adult size 6, I've had an issue underneath it. People don't seem to get that unless they have a history with eating disorders. People seem to assign thin with good, heavy with bad. And too thin with also bad. There's such a small window of good. It's a window that I currently fall into. And even though my habits are so far from good, I'm abusing my body every day. I'm miserable. I'm depleted. And yet the compliments keep pouring in. And I think that's just a really, first of all, true. Absolutely. Absolutely Mm -hmm. true statement. But also just a really important reminder to just you don't need to comment on people's bodies because you never know what they're going through. Exactly. And um, I 1000% have witnessed this where um, when I was like in the depths of my, of eating disorders where like, I, I remember vividly like going to, I don't know what kind of family party it was, but it was where I was seeing like extended family and a lot of family friends who I haven't seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like showered with the compliments. Oh my gosh, how'd you lose the weight? Like, what'd you do? Right. All this stuff. And mm-hmm. at that point, I wasn't even realizing that what I was doing was considered an eating disorder mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. so much of actual eating disorders, um, are like cascaded with diet fads and this and that. Right. And yeah. Like, this yeah. is yeah. the right thing. This is how you should be doing, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And um, so like it it wasn't until many years later that I was like, oh, that was that was disordered eating. Right. Um and but like to me, getting all those compliments, I, I was like, oh, so what I'm doing is is, is right. right. You're so you're just like affirming those. Right. Yeah. And it's like in and everyone has the best of intentions and no one and like I mean even in I mean I'm 30 years old I'm still like rewiring my brain of like hey you don't need to tell them that their body looks good like yeah you know what I mean? yeah because we were really especially growing up in the 90s I think oh I think like, it was so yeah like you you know you look so thin you look great like have yeah. you lost it's like it's such a fine line because you just never know what people are going through right um and what they're struggling with and what is 
the cause of that change in um there's just so many other things you can compliment yeah. them on yeah. and that's um something i'm still working on myself but like thinking about it firsthand it definitely it just because you are good in the good category doesn't right mean you're good in yourself right right or you're yeah. or like it's your healthy health. yeah yeah, yeah. Right. right right so yeah yeah definitely i hope that's something our generation and generations after us mm-hmm. uh, do get yeah. away from yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. all righty well overall i think we all would agree that this is a i would recommend it yeah good read. Really i definitely good. would it's, yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. all righty um well make sure you tune in next week wednesday july 26th for our review of this seven-year slip by ashley poston I know we all have a lot going on at the moment. But thanks for taking a moment to tune into our book review. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Lot Going On at the Moment. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find us on Instagram at A Lot Going On ATM and on Twitter at A Lot Going On Pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner.